WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my off days is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out, youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And no, it is not a Thursday night. It is a Saturday night. But there is drama to discuss. Gus, because SummerSlam happened, y'all, and and we got to get the tea out. We we let me get a teapot, and a teacup, so we can discuss. Cause oh my god, they they oh just when you think something's done, nope, nope, they find more. God bless. Also, I'm joined by the co-host Sirakin. Yeah, I'm here. Remember me? I'm here. Yeah, you. Well, I mean, you're just sitting there so quietly. <laughs> you were doing your intro. 
That's never stopped you before. <laughs> it usually does on your on this. Anyway, hi, chat. We're live. Talk SummerSlam. Tweet us at WildTalkRadio.com. And then we're going to WildTalkRadio.com. WildTalkRadio.com. Twitch.tv. Interact with us live because we're going to talk about things that happen on the show. Let's do a thing. This was a this, this was a long show, and, and let's get out. Let's get out in front of it all. Well, the one show in four and a half hours. Why didn't they have time for it? This was a great show. You don't worry. Everything fit in its perfect time. This was really, really, really well timed. I honestly, I don't know where you would have put two additional matches. I'm just going to say that. No, you didn't have time for any of it. Like, I, no offense to the people involved, um, but the timing of this show was such that, yeah, you, there, there's no way you would have fit two additional matches on there. At least I hope not, because honestly, it's 12.30 at night here as we're recording this. The show just literally ended. It started at 8. Yeah, so it, it, you don't have time for anything. So, but this was a good show. This was a packed show. This had everything you could want besides the two things that were not on this show. And they had an interesting lead off. And I figured out why they let off with this. Because somebody's a very good brother. Yeah, you didn't know this? You didn't, you didn't hear about this part of it? I... Okay, so here's the thing. I saw the stuff for the the ball fight for UFC last night when we went to dinner. I think he did make it, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool that Logan and Jake are both fighting on the same night. I didn't realize that they put this match on first so Logan could get to Dallas to watch Jake fight. So... About three, two, three weeks ago, he released his interview with Seth Rollins on the whatever the Impulsive podcast, which mm-hmm. was which was taped at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. He said on that show that he requested to be on first. Whatever he was doing, he was going to be on first so he could fly to the fight. That was always the plan. As of a month ago, he was going to start out the show. And bo- oh, so let's talk about it. it was Logan Paul. It was Ricochet. Flippy, 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 flip, 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 flippy, flippy, flip. Lots of flipping, lots of flying. This was good. It was, it was good. It was entertaining. It was very athletic. Incredibly athletic. They got to show their stuff in this. And show that what they could do, which we we all knew that was what this was going to be. It was just going to be kind of a spot fest, and that's fine because that's all it really needed to be. Unfortunately, it didn't have really the heat on it that it needed to have, and that was just from a very confusing bill. But the match was good. The match was good. It was entertaining. There were a couple interesting spots that they were doing. Like I like how he was doing different people's move sets. And that's the Hogan like the Hogan stuff, the Braun Strowman Power Slam. It was like it was like a WWE two K build a wrestler. It, it kinda was. And that's you just what, combine all the things. Them trying to redo the shooting star spot. Or the, the, the not the shooting star, um the what's it called? It's the flip thing. Not shooting star. The the sun anyway, the Spanish fly. To the outside, landing on their feet and then doing a Spanish fly again. Which was nice. Um but yeah, this was very athletic. Um I was surprised that the finish with the brass knuckles, but I shouldn't be because you want to you want to make you want to make Logan a heel, so that's what you gotta do. You you you're making Logan the heel, but also you have to have a way to sort of recover the loss for Ricochet, especially since Logan's gonna be leaving. So is he though? That makes sense. Is he though? I don't know. We have to assume that Logan Paul isn't gonna be around 
a lot. So for Ricochet to just lose clean to Logan, it's like that's going to do some damage to him, especially since he's gotten a little bit of shine off of this feud. So I think the Brass Knuckles spot was a creative way to just sort of get get you, get yourself out of that a little bit. Because Ricochet can come back and be like, well, I didn't really lose because I got punched in the face with Brass Knuckles. Anyway, moving on. And you can set up doing another match down the road if you, if you so choose. They they don't they don't need to. It's fine. I'm just saying you have the opportunity to do that if you want to with the brass knuckles finish. I I, I understand this, but really they they, you, they you don't, don't want to say it again. You're, you're not interested in seeing it one more time. I'm I'm really good. Thanks. Okay, Logan Paul got the win, rightfully so. That's the way it needed to be. That's the way it needed to be. Moving on, what's the next match? Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in a I'm gonna just beat the ever living crap out of you spectacular three thousand. This this was everything it needed to be. Um, this really was should have been the opener. It wasn't, but it should have been the opener. Um, I was a little surprised this went on second, but then it's like, well, no, because Brock's Brock. going to stay. It's, it's, Brock, it's Brock, so it's going to be, it's, it's kind of his deal first, second. He's he's in there and out, and then this way it's going to be. But he worked a while. Like, this was a long match for Brock. It wasn't an eight-minute, you know, fighter fight. It was a long, drawn-out match, which Brock needed to do with Cody. This was the match you needed to see all along, and this was a good conclusion to whatever they were doing. And Brock just beat him up over and over. And the story was, Cody had to keep coming back, keep finding a way to be the underdog. And he took everything Brock had. He took every suplex, every F5, every German. He just took everything Brock Lesnar could deliver, and then some. And Cody went with Cody Cutters and and the, the disaster kick as many times as he could possibly think of ways to do it. And there was a spot where, like, Cody is... He he took he he did something to to Brock to get him like a long two and you just see him in the corner go and his eyes are rolling in the back of his head it's like oh man what am I, what am I gonna do now I've just I've been got the my ass kicked for 15 minutes here and then this boy won't stay down we had him doing kimuras and everything and just, he's, he's fighting back it was it was something and it was a really good conclusion as I said conclusion to the the story they were telling. And then and with Cody getting the win after re- rolling through co- uh, whatever the, 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 the crossroads multiple times and getting the win, he earned Brock's respect. Absolutely. I mean, it's again, it's something that if you're going to have Cody, quote unquote, finish the story and you're going to have Cody walk the road of hard times and challenges and he has to work his way to the title, then you need to have matches like this. Where he shows how tough he is. He shows how strong he is. He shows everything in this match. Because Brock is no easy opponent. And Brock was not going easy on him. He had a, Cody had a giant-ass welt on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, after this was over. And the, But this is what you needed. Like you said, where Cody just kept coming back for more. It's like, no, 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 no. I can't give up. I can't stop. I have to persevere. I have to endure the punishment because in the end, I have to win. I have to overcome. And then I have to move on to whatever the next challenge will be. Yeah. And we saw no interference in this match. Nobody showed up. Um, but this was a very, very good conclusion of the story. I like that at the end, you do have Brock shakes Cody 
Cody's hand that, you know, they were both a little hesitant of each other, but in the end it's, all right, I don't like you, but I respect you. Me- meaning, hey, Brock can now be babyface again when he shows back up. Yep. If, if he so chooses, because now he's respected, you know, Cody. He He's acknowledged Cody. He's acknowledged, yeah, he acknowledged him. And it's like, okay, you've had Cody, Cena do it, and everyone else is like, Brock, now Brock's done it. It's like, it's putting the, the star on Cody over and over again, and which is what you need to do. He's the star of Monday Night Raw in WWE right now. That's one of their top tier attractions. Well, again, it's the unstoppable force means the immovable object. The unstoppable force being Cody, the object being Roman. Mm-hmm. So at some point, the two have to collide again. At some point, somewhere, eventually, maybe. Philly seems like a really good place for that. It could happen. Who knows? We'll see. But moving on... We got the it s- no surprise to anybody. The Slim Jim Battle Royal. We all kind of knew it was coming. Um, but in this match, you had Apollo Crews, J.D. McDonough, Rick Boogs, Otis, Ivar, Eric, Shinsuke Nakamura, Tommaso Ciampa, Cameron Grimes, To the Moon, Austin Theory, Santos Escobar, Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser, Rich Holland, Butch, Matt Riddle, Omos, The hey, Miz, wait, hey, Grace wait, 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 they found Omos. They did find Omos. He's back. For a battle uh, royal. And Grayson Waller, Karrion Cross, Chad Gable, Bronson Reed, AJ Styles, and Sheamus. And in the end... <sighs> Your last contestant, yeah, because it was so obvious, one. LA Knight is the winner of your 25-man Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royale. Took out Sheamus. Not bad. It was a battle royale. Good stuff. It was a nice come down from the Cody Brock match. Yeah, it was. You got people on the show. It was. It was. They got paid a bunch of money to do it. So. There you go. There you go. Moving on to the MMA rules match. Shayna Baszler took on Ronda Rousey. And good God, was there some eye makeup going on in this match. This was something. Don't know how I fully feel about it. I still need to digest it a little bit. Like, I think it was good. It wasn't quite what I wanted it to be, but it was still good. It was an event that happened where they, they went for it and they, they did their fight. Like, MMA rule matches shouldn't go longer than what longer than this did. Like, because your traditional MMA fights are three minute, five, three, five minute rounds or whatever. So you go about 15, so they went half of it and Ronda Rousey and MMA would go a minute. So they went seven minutes longer than a normal, six minutes longer than a normal MMA fight would be. It was technically sound. It was solid MMA stuff. According to Casey, Shana got knee. She did get knee. She 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 did get. She did take a big old knee to the face at one point. Shana wins like we we thought it would. To me, I feel like when Ronda came in, she was such a huge star, and her going out like this just sort of was like, yeah, it works. But it's like it didn't feel like a big deal to finally make her submit and like. Get to, you know, put her out. Yeah, it should have been more definitive. If it just, it didn't hit home like it should have. It didn't feel like as big of a match as it, it could have. It suffered because the build was not necessarily all there. 
This got a little rushed because obviously they had a date. They had to get it done by that date. And so you had the really sudden breakup of Rhonda and Shayna. You never really got to build anything. You didn't have anything long term. You just sort of had the breakup and now they're fighting and oh, they don't like each other. And then Rhonda, Rhonda just kind of sort of like taps out. It's, it was more, to me, it was more, I don't, it wasn't definitive who was what. And I think. Rhonda was the heel? Again, you don't know. Because she she was the one who got turned on, so that would make her ba- be the baby face. When a heel would, you think it's a heel turn. Like, she would should have been the baby. It, it just, I don't know, it, Rhonda with the no self match me came to me after, it, well, that doesn't mean anything. It, that happens in every MMA fight. They get up. That, that's kind of, that's MMA stuff. It's, that's not anything big. That was anything big. I wish this was, like, a main event. It felt like it was a match. I feel like it would have been a bigger deal if it had a main event feel to it, and it never got to that level. And that's not, it's just, it's where they are in terms of their careers right now. Rhonda's star has sort of flatlined, and she kind of probably realizes it, and that's why the end date's here. And Shayna's been a solid performer, but she's never been the true main eventer. So putting Rhonda out, and no one ever said this is Rhonda's ending, but everyone is assuming it's the ending of Rhonda. It just, it felt flat, and I wish, I wish it didn't. That, that's my feeling. Shannon won. Right outcome, just flat. It just felt like it could have been better. It could have been more. It definitely could have been more, but if this is Rhonda's last hurrah, which it may not be, we don't know. We're assuming it is because there's a date. Nobody knows when the date is, but there is a date. And so it's, do you have Rhonda come back? And this is just sort of the beginning of it where Shayna manages to get the technical submission. And so Rhonda now is like, okay, now we're taking the gloves off. Now we're going to fucking fight. And they just beat the shit out of each other. I don't know. Or they're just done. Like like Shayna just submits Rhonda and they do something with Shayna. They move Shayna on to someone like Rhea. Where, you know, it's like, all right, I need something to do. You're here. Let's go. And you go from there. I don't I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where they go with it. But, yeah, Shayna Baszler defeats Ronda Rousey by technical submission. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to check the Detroit area for both Gunter and Drew McIntyre's nipples. Because I'm pretty, pretty convinced that they went out of the building. Because, God... This match, Gunter versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship in a singles match, and woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! There was some slapping going on in this one. Two big, beefy men slapping meat. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Um, enjoyable. This was not, this was just, it was just them beating the crap out of each other. Like, I just don't even know how to, how to phrase that. Other than it's like, they just were slapping each other around. Was it the most entertaining thing? I think there were better things on this show, but for what it was, it was good. It was entertaining. It was just. There's just moments where you sit there and you're like, ow, like, ow, I felt that and I'm not even there. Yeah, basically, Casey says it, it. It was what everyone expected. Like, yeah. there's nothing really to like. It was talk the, up in this one. It was a match that you would expect out of Gunther and Drew. It wasn't an all-time classic. It didn't. I don't know. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. It was. Like, it was on par, but it never exceeded expectations. But that, to, I guess the best way to put it is, I'm not sure what you do with Drew right now. Um, 
Because he just seems to be someone who's in a position, he's a former main eventer, but he's in a spot where he's not main eventing right now, and coming off a loss to Gunther, it's like, okay, now what? I'm not sure what you do after that, but it was a solid match. I could, I'm Gunther retained, he's on the road to the Hockey Talk Man, they made, they mentioned, I think tonight they mentioned Hockey Talk Man on commentary, um, yeah, it was, it was what it was. It could be more. Could have been more. But it doesn't have to be. Let's talk about the next match. Ma- next match was a lot better. Next match was a lot better. Bianca Belair no, taking on... No, no, you skipped one. Oh, I skipped one. I'm sorry. It's late. Seth Trollin Rollins taking on Finn Balor in the return match seven years in the making for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth, you dick. You complete dick. Dick, I love you for this. So he wore his um, top from SummerSlam 2016 to the ring seven years ago. The same one he wore that night that he injured Finn Balor seven seven years ago. That was a nice touch. Nice throwback. Um, Very nice throwback. This was the match I needed to have a month ago. This one felt like it got into a few gears. They they were saving everything for this one because this was what they were building to. This was the moment for this for these two where it's yes, seven years in the making, not necessarily to the date, but to the show. Um, and there was a lot riding on this of can Fen pull it off? Can he win? Can he beat Seth and sort of right the wrong that was committed seven years ago? Yeah. And they told a great story throughout this. There was a lot of really wonderful things that happened in this match. There were shenanigans at the end with the Judgment Day, which we were fully expecting. A lot of shenanigans and drama with the Judgment Day. You Dom and Rhea get involved. You had Damien came out with the briefcase and he sort of like at one point urged him to use it and it, it backfired and like almost cost him and then he threw put the briefcase in and it led to a stomp on the briefcase there was many many near falls where you thought finn balor had it but he didn't have it it was a really good match seth walked out with the title but i think the story coming out more so is what is going on in the judgment day because finn's now up without some gold damien's been trying to cash in with the briefcase kind of sort of on him but not really there is so much drama (laughs) this is what i wanted not completely, but this is, I will take this. Because now it's the question of, did Damien do it on purpose? Or was it an accident? That's what we don't know. Because, you know, like you said, Finn's been going for Seth. Damien wins the money in the bank. Now you got an awkward situation, because Finn wants Seth's title. Damien wants Seth's title. But they're friends. They're friends. They're totally, completely not going to one-up each other. And, you know, Damien is going to let Finn have Seth first. He's going to respect that. Right? Because Finn called dibs. Even though Finn has already had Seth several times and has not been able to beat him, Damien's like, no, I'm going to let you do you, and then when you're done, I'm going to kick the shit out of him and take his title and then all will be right with the world and then of course when i'm champion you will get first take at me right that's what they've been saying but they're friends they're bffs they're totally not stepping each on each other's toes this ending yes yes because things are gonna be so awkward tomorrow on raw they're gonna be so or excuse me monday it's saturday it's fucking saturday well, actually, technically, no, it is Sunday, so technically it is tomorrow. Um, It's just, you know, 
it's early Sunday. We're about 45 minutes into Sunday at this point. Um, but still, on Monday, there's going to be so much drama. So much drama. Because Finn, Finn was pissed at the end of this. Finn was literally like, what did you just do? What did you just do? It's great. I love this. I, I, I love this. I love everything about this. I know, I know people are pissed, right? Outside of the wrestlers. Like, I know, and the story that they're telling, you know, a lot of people are like, Finn deserve better and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yes, I agree. I wanted Finn to win the title. I wanted to see that happen. Finn, okay. Finn hasn't won a singles premium live event in a while. He needs the win. Bad. But the way that they did this, it doesn't necessarily hurt Finn that he lost because he's going to move on to Damien. And what we're going to see is the dethroning, I think, of another leader of the Judgment Day, where instead of it now being led by Finn, it's going to be led by Damien. He's going to basically look at Finn Balor and he's going to be like, you know, you haven't been as effective as we thought. And Rhea's got hers... Dominic's got his. I've got mine. You haven't been able to secure yours. So why are we following you? Right? And then it just all implodes and it will be beautiful and wonderful and I will sit here and cackle because I love drama so very much. That's why I watch wrestling right here for shit like this. Um, but yeah, no, this this was great. I know people were pissed. I know people were mad, but this this was absolutely great. It was the match you needed to have, and the outcome has happened as it should have. I feel like we're going to get a triple threat at payback. Probably. That's what my gut is telling me. Alright, let's talk about the women's titles on the line. Be- Asuka defends against Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. This did not gel as well as it should have. No, but it was good. Enjoy. This, it was, was, this was enjoyable. I don't know what the hell Charlotte was wearing. That's not her typical look. There was some underboob going on. It was. It, she went for a look that just wasn't her. Um, it just felt seemed weird. To me. I think it was her, but she's trying to evolve herself into something different. I, she's I trying know. to get away from who she was. Which is fine. You know, everybody wants to evolve their look because she's kind of going the more fashion model route now. So it's like, uh, or the fitness model, I shouldn't say fashion, she's going the fitness model route, mm-hmm. which is fine, but it's just, it's like, yeah, the gear was a little weird, but this, this was good, this was entertaining, it's just, I'm going to say it, I think you could take Charlotte out of this match, and just have Bianca and Asuka, and it would still be incredibly good. Yeah, so the story in it was Bianca injured her knee, and she had it be taken to the back, and then she came back heroic. She did the 450. Which was pretty. Which was pretty on, on the Charlotte who was doing the figure eight. That was a hell of a move. Bianca came out with the window, and then it wasn't over. I'm just going to, before he goes on, I'm just going to say it. Mo. Go on. EO Sky cashes in, becomes the new women's, WWE Women's Champion. I did, in fact, call it the exact way it happened. Mo. Bianca would win the title. Only to lose it to Eo. Mole. It's not mole. It's just being thoughtful and knowing how the story should be go. Mole. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's nothing to do with being mole. It's just being right. And that's what mole. I was. Mole, 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 mole. No. Uh, no. That's not it. 
Anyway, you had Dakota and Bailey come out. Nice to see Dakota there to help celebrate. Mm-hmm. Booker of the Year, long-term story. I mean, SummerSlam to SummerSlam, they debuted a year ago, and it came, and she's now a champion. Damage control on top. Um, like you do. This was... I like the main event, the, the, the women's three-way. I thought it was really good. I thought Io coming in, cashing in smartly, taking advantage. Now you do Bianca and Io as a feud going forward. So that's kind of where you need to be. That worked. That totally worked. Now your main event. All the drama. So much drama. Tribal, oh my god. Tribal combat for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns against Jay Uso. This has been the quintessential build to this match, to this moment, to this story. Because again, this is another one of those long-term stories that they have been telling where you where you had Jay forced into the bloodline to create the bloodline with Roman right around SummerSlam or Payback a couple years ago. And Jay and Jimmy and later Solo and Paul Heyman have all benefited from this sort of forced partnership until Sami Zayn came along. And then everything kind of went to hell. And it all fell apart after Sammy. And you had Jay sort of wake up out of this stupor that he's been in for the last, I don't know, year and a half, two years. Where it's, I don't want to join Roman, but I'm forced to join Roman, so I'm going to just begrudgingly go along with this. And then he's just like, okay, it's fine because we're making money and we're winning titles and it's okay. And he can put up with Roman's BS because it's fine until it's not. And then they lose the titles and then they're on the out. Right, Jay and Jimmy are on the outs because they lose the titles at WrestleMania and nothing is ever the same again. And Jay's like, you know what? Sammy was right. I've had enough of this crap. We're breaking up. And we get the super kick heard around the world when Jay finally kicks Roman in the face um, along with Jimmy, which was beautiful. And we've been building progressively to this moment where it's Roman versus Jay in singles competition for the UWU Championship on SummerSlam. This was a no-holds-barred, false-count-anywhere kind of style match. Or wait, no, it wasn't false-count-anywhere, it was just no-holds-barred, right? It was just, it was no-holds-barred, no rules. And you had everything you wanted this to be, everything you needed this to be. This was incredibly physical. There was crowd diving. There were chairs. There were tables. Singapore canes. There was, we said goodbye to an announce table. Um, There was just everything you needed in this match. You had the drama oh. and the suspicion. Oh, the leather strap when Jay had it and started whooping Roman with it. Oh, God, that was vicious. That was so you, like, incredibly vicious. You heard it echoing, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, it's like, ow. Again, that's another one. I felt that from home. I felt that here, and you just cringe, and you're like, ooh, that's going to leave a mark in the morning. Like, ooh. The spot where Roman chucked Jay onto a bunch of chairs. Yeah, the powerbomb on the chairs. Yeah. 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 And then the table spot. Yeah. But what was really vicious was when they were on the outside and Roman's like trying to convince Solo because there's at one point where Solo and Roman are working together because Solo jumps Jay and they're back in the ring and Roman's going to spear Jay, right? Until Jay pulls this little brother in front of Roman and Roman accidentally spears Solo and there's dissension between Roman and Solo and well... The distraction works long enough on the outside that Jay's able to spear Roman right in front of Solo. And then Solo had it conflicted. He did. It, it was a Samoan drop through the table on the outside to Roman. Um, Ro Solo was conflicted for a minute, but then he stood by Roman. But he got put through a table. 
he was taken out. So it was Jimmy or, or Jay's chance to really hit it home. He had a long, he had hit the splash, hit the spear, and then gets pulled out. Jimmy pulls Jay out of the ring. Jay, stunned, shocked, super kicked, spear through a table. Roman retained. Why, Jimmy? Why? Because he's had enough. But it, it, it is, it's a curious why. Why did Jimmy turn on his brother? I don't know what the story they're going to try to spin here. It'll be interesting to see. Is it because he never really truly wanted out of the bloodline? And it was Jay who took him out? Well, So that's why Jimmy did it? Was Jimmy the one all along who really wants the, the spotlight? Yeah, I hope that does make sense. I hope they have the... the logical reasoning for it other than just just because based on how the storytelling's been done for the bloodline there's a reason there's a really good reason why jimmy would do this why jimmy wants back in basically and or was never fully out like that's the question is was jimmy ever really out or was this an elaborate plan by roman to sort of weed jay out of the bloodline because roman knew that jay had been compromised by sammy roman knew jay was wavering and it's a question of i can't bring him back in so what do i do with him because at some point, he's going to implode. At some point, this is all going to go to shit. And I have to manage it. And I have to take care of it. Because Roman fully aware of what he's done to Jay. Every, every single, like, insult and slap and everything else that Roman has ever done to Jay, he is fully aware of it. And he knows what that's doing to Jay. So it's, at some point, he's going to have enough. The question is when. And when all the Sammy stuff happens and you have Jay accept Sammy, and then you have that betrayal, right, of Jay to Sammy, where Jay's like, no, 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 I'm back in, I'm back in, I'm back in. And then, like, everything kind of happens. And you build to that moment where Jay finally turns. And Jimmy does it first. And then Jay follows, right? And then you had Jay sort of stand up for himself, which led us here. You have to wonder, was that all a setup for Roman to get Jay out? Or was there another reason? Like, ba- like I said, based on the storytelling, based on how they have written this and how they're presenting this, there is a valid reason. And we will get it on Friday. Whatever hope, it is. I hope so. I hope so. This was a good SummerSlam. Very enjoyable SummerSlam. I like that it left you with questions. I like that there was drama. I like that this was very well paced. It was it was just the perfect amount. Like it did not feel like it was four and a half hours, but it was four and a half hours of good solid entertainment. It was. So housekeeping really quick, Chris P, Casey, Michael, myself, Sheila and Tommy went seven and one. Lindsay, Subway and Tim went six and two. Brent went five and three, and the wheel and the eight ball went three and five. There you go. So with that, we're done. So plug away. Want more of a review of a SummerSlam? So tune in tomorrow night. WTR Sunday Night Russell Talk Radio. Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night is the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back live Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, for another edition of The Rack. Saturday, one week from tonight, CB Radio returns at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Before that, we'll be Fortnite with friends. And there'll probably be another Fortnite stream before then. I'm figuring out a time, and we'll we'll see. We're, we're, uh, if you've seen things in chat, we're, we'll we'll have a conversation very shortly about that. 
at Wild Talk Radio on, on X, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. It's Rock Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcast to search the Rock Radio Show. Chat if you have Amazon Prime link to a Twitch account called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. Use credit code Rockstock or Linz M. Ward in the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Linz Ward, L-N-S-W-D. You can check me out on the TikToks. Lens Ward Zero, where I'm posting Genshin Impact theories and videos and that kind of thing. So if you're into that kind of thing, I posted my second one today. Um, so go check that out. Uh, you can also check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at symbol Lens Ward, lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just look for Lens Ward on the YouTubes. You can check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash lensward, where I will be streaming Genshin Impact. Halia, while the beta is still available, um, I fixed the movement problem, guys. I fixed the movement problem. We have a wing glider now. We can fly. Um, so it's not as bad as what it was. So I may stream it again. May do it tomorrow. I have the beta till the ninth, uh, so about three more days, and then um, I will be back to streaming Genshin and Honkai because, well, Honkai's getting ready to flip banners, and Genshin's getting ready to launch Fontaine. So there's stuff coming. So we have that to look forward to. You can also check out our very fine sponsor, Matt over at MBG Films. YouTube.com slash MBG1211. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to our Summer Slam review. And we will see you live next Thursday with Iraq. Till then, bye! Wildtalkradio.com.